Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's film, Fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. My name is Tyler Boudreau. And I am Condra Boudreau. And I say it's a fantastic episode because we have a fantastic guest with us today. Please welcome to the show, Jen Voss from This Podcast is Haunted. Hello. Hi, Jen. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Is this your first Movies by Minute podcast? This is my very first Movies by Minute podcast. I have a dirty secret, and that is that I don't listen to Movies by Minute podcasts. <laughs> but we're still happy to have you here anyways. Babies first. I'm very excited. <laughs> Yes. Well, we can ask you about your podcast specifically at the end of the show, but you are a podcaster. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. And you kind (laughs) of... Allegedly. (laughs) It it has been reported that you have more listeners than us. Uh, I I mean, I don't like to talk about numbers, but it's... We have have some... You have more than zero listeners? (laughs) That is true, but I'm hoping to throw some of your guys' way, so we'll we'll see how this goes. Okay, well, thank you very much. (laughs) That's how this guesting thing works, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about networking. (laughs) All right, so in this minute, we continue on with Bean and Bunce and Boggus trying to figure out what they're going to do to capture Mr. Fox. And then... Yeah, let me say... uh, Sorry to interrupt. It's minute 39, which begins with some arithmetic and ends with Bunce asking how long a fox can go. (laughs) So uh, a little zugma there. I'd say a fox can go about 400 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? <laughs> maybe, maybe five hundred. We're re- it's really unclear how far Fox has gone. Yeah, that's like so, the one number yeah. that's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's Pay stop very this. Very close attention. <laughs> so, so, so we so have the, the been trying to calculate at the beginning of this episode or uh, of this minute, and he just randomly out of nowhere asks the other farmers how many people work on his farm. And my big question out of this minute or out of Bean's calculation, is is he including Petey in this or not? I think Petey is included, yeah. Okay. Because then, like, if we keep looking at the minute, when Dan is talking about the the 108 snipers, Petey is not a sniper at that moment. So is he included? I don't think so. Mm. Okay. So some Petey interest yeah. peaking our Petey intrigue. interest. Oh, Ooh, even better. <laughs> all right. Jen <all> right. <laughs> Voss, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so Bean is doing some funny calculations in which the closed caption, because I watched with closed caption, mm-hmm. does not pick up most of it. It just picks up a divide by zero, <laughs> which I'm like, is it? No, it's carry zero. the zero, divide by two on the closed captions. Oh, got it, got it, got it. So why he's needing to carry zeros and divide by two on adding 35 plus 36 plus 37, which is their respective workforces, I have no clue because that's very easy. You could probably just add 33, 33, and 34 and know you have 100 and then add those last eight more. Hmm. It's almost like it's a Wes Anderson film. (laughs) And they make it needlessly <laughs> complex. <laughs> if any, if anything, it's the obvious joke is that like when you have a character do math, you make them like really bad at math. Yeah. So if anything, it's like the opposite of a Wes Anderson joke, okay. and I actually would criticize him for do, stooping that low. Mm. See, I really identified with it because I the minute people start saying numbers, <laughs> I just kind of like tune out. I'm like, sure, I'm, I'm sure that's right. Speaking of numbers, we have been in his, I would say one of his most British lines in the entire film. Shall we meet in, let's say, 15 minutes? 
And I was just like, wow, how British can we be right now? Yeah, it's like the uh, the beginning of Muppet Christmas Carol where the pigs yes! say, uh, that was a great breakfast. Uh, what can we do now? How about lunch? lunch. <laughs> Honestly, that yes, I didn't think about it when I was watching it. But yeah, that's probably why that line stuck with me so much. Hmm. And he's also got a pretty iconic outfit on. I was thinking during this minute uh, how great of a Halloween costume it would be to dress as Bean with the trench coat and the foxtail tie. Yes. Oh, that is very good. That'd be a look. He also looks a little less dead in this minute. I don't know if you got that, but he looks a lot less dead. (laughs) He's less skeletal, that's for sure. He he normally has his very... He only consumes cider. Uh, oh, uh, alcoholic, very strong alcoholic al- apple cider. Okay, so he looks very dead most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I would think that he would be dead. Jed Voss, have you seen this film? Okay, so um, <laughs> confession time. <laughs> the truth is, and I, I don't want to, you know, drive away your your fives of visitors, but um, of listeners, <laughs> Jesus, I'm not a huge Wes Anderson fan. Um, I have seen actually multiples of his movies, but I cannot really tell you the plot of any of them because I cannot pay attention. They're all the same plot. They're all the same plot, but it's like, so I've seen, I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox like shortly after it came out. Came out in 2009. Yeah. So I saw, I saw it around then, um, and I fell asleep (laughs) and I haven't seen it since then. So it's a short movie. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't, I, I thought about watching the whole movie before coming on the show, which I feel like would be nice. But I also thought it would be interesting to see it completely without context. And I got to say, like, what struck me the most about this single minute was that it's kind of like a perfect microcosm of a Wes Anderson film. (laughs) It's got, it like, this minute has everything. It's like a very complicated... Stefan style. Yeah, yeah. This This minute has everything. Uh, it's got like a very complicated plan. It's got uh, like titles, S- some funny camera work. Yep, camera work, some very um, artfully c- composed shots, and then like a very good like dry punchline at the very end. Like it's a, like it's a very good minute. Yep. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's, I like that. I, no, yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> I think uh, like Wes Anderson is like best consumed this way. I feel like everything it should just be like in short minutes because it's in minute at a time doses because honestly like there's so much going on in his movies that like this is like the only way you can really catch and appreciate everything and yeah we actually have caught things so tyler this is my favorite film of all time tyler's up there for his favorite film of all time Mm -hmm. and we have caught things in this minute by minute format that we had never noticed before yeah so it's been really interesting and definitely like you get a better appreciation for the art behind it. Exactly. Yeah, that's. I might actually have to tune into some of these podcasts now. <laughs> we have discussed before how Wes Anderson could also work as just a uh, as a coffee table book. Yes. If he just if he made these films for the purpose of being coffee table books, i.e., the art of Fantastic Mr. Fox, they would be just as good. <laughs> like this book that you have here. It's the making yeah. of Fantastic Mr. Fox, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, I believe that was a critic's opinion of the film Isle of Dogs. So uh, um, just to give credit where credit is due. That is true. No, the so looking into just trying to keep us moving along with this minute. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> we move from the 15, like the discussion of starting in 15 minutes to Dan, our lovely news reporter. Dan the newsman. Which I loved. Brian Cox. I love the banjo player behind him. That is Petey. 
Oh, that's Petey. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what's going no, on. No, that's okay. No, that's okay. okay. That is Petey. It says Petey on his banjo, actually. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do remember that. That's, um, yeah. Petey is definitely intentionally positioned. I think Deliverance is the film with the, the kid that plays God, banjo. No. I just had to watch that for, uh, for my movie class this past week, and that movie has emotionally scarred me, and I'm still not recovered from it. I really don't want to talk about Deliverance but, right now. <laughs> but he's kind of just sitting there, like, staring and holding a banjo, which I think is a quote of that film. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. But him play Generally the way anytime pl- you have a film character. Yeah. But Petey's playing in the background. It's funny because it's overlapping uh the Bogus Bunsen Bean score, the proper score that's found on the soundtrack, which it's funny because it comes up earlier in the soundtrack than it does in the movie. So like mm. it's before Fubu Bajan on the soundtrack, but after it in the movie. And Petey's breakup of the banjo, like banjo breakup of the score really adds this like ominous vibe to it because the the score is quite jaunty in comparison to the actual song. Hmm. Yeah, now I want to call this minute Petey's banjo breakup. (laughs) Yes. I I think that's a good follow-up from Alcoholic Cider Donuts, Ty. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh... So we've got so, we've we have the first yeah. encounter of the Bean trailer too, the classic trailer oh, yeah. that will become the site of many, many a tumble later. Yeah. So during this, we have a little newscast scene during which we kind of we have a weird downward pan where we see the we see the crater and then we see all the snipers surrounding it. <laughs> we pan mm-hmm. down. With a, you mean we, approximately a hundred and eight snipers? Yes. Approximately 108, more or less. We pan down and we kind of see a change in perspective so that it's all one continuous shot, but the angle kind of changes so that we're, we go from being like above the crater to right next to the trailer, which I, is kind of an interesting shot. I don't know if that would be accomplishable in real life. Hmm. I think it could with it a would helicopter. Be very, You'd have to, it would have yeah. to be a high crane helicopter situation. It wouldn't be a... Well, you wouldn't be able to get that kind of pan with the helicopter. You no, could. I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like, I don't think that would be possible with a maybe with a. It drone. would be a, it would be a crane shot. It would a be a, it would be a very intricate train shot. It would be doable. Yeah, or a drone. A drone. Jen brings up a drone. I'm I'm yeah. all for that. Yeah. Speaking of droning on, um, that was uh, had no, I had nowhere to go with that. Yeah. Um. So Dan, the newsman, is saying it's going to end grizzly. He pr- he if he had a crystal ball it would end in a grisly manner for these animals. And we also find out that not just the foxes are being impacted from this. So we're getting a wider understanding of the world, which we always like to hear about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the news, Dan the Newsman does imply that all the critters would be affected by this, not just the foxes. Another example of Mr. Fox not thinking about anyone else other than himself. I have an ongoing battle yeah. with Mr. Fox. Yeah, he's, I mean... From what I understand and what I remember, he's <laughs> not the nicest. So uh, I have a question of Jen Boss. Yes. When you when you turn on the news, are you interested in local news stories about farmers trying to catch <laughs> rascally foxes? I mean, it might be more exciting to me than the current news. <laughs> not to get topical. Fair enough. But it's I don't, yeah, it's very uh, it's very whimsical. I would say. 
very okay you have to wonder if dan the newsman is like a serious news reporter mm. if he's just like the guy they send out for the schlock maybe he's on the today <laughs> show of that universe or maybe he's like um <laughs> bruce from bruce almighty Ooh. he does those that's the way the cookie crumbles yeah yeah so yeah so dan's Wait, like the one he's like no. oh bruce almighty bruce almighty okay. or is it yeah he's the one that sets away the you're cookie right. crumbles you're yeah, right it's like, yeah. i'm mixing up my movies but both have Steve Carell in them. God. <laughs> I'm such an expert. I'm like really showing how much I know about movies right now. <laughs> you don't do a movie hey, podcast. Got- no. <laughs> but I do watch movies and I pretend I know about them, but I don't. That's okay. Anyway. We all have our own special skills. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Dan the Newsman is probably a topical. The fact that he has been... He now has multiple reportings on these three prominent farmers. Yeah. Yeah. He, he Is he a reference to yeah. Dan Rather? Like a bad reference to Dan? I'm just like, I don't know who Dan is in the news. I don't. Don't know who Dan Rather is? I think there are just lots of news people named Dan, I presume. I guess. Yeah. He was a very serious reporter. So oh. this is like not actually like what he would be like, but. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then. The, yeah. the camera shot continues panning down um, into, yeah, to the under, into to dirt, the underground. Mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite and, things on this show to talk about because I talk about it every time <laughs> we talk. We see dirt. Um, so annoying. Oh, my layers, God. The dirt has layers. layers it's so dirt. accurate archaeologically. What up, Tyler? <laughs> I actually noticed that, too. I was like, oh, look at these different strata. <laughs> see, the fun thing is I think this shot in particular – this shot in particular really highlights the strata kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. this would be the shot I would use to talk about dirt layering. Also, I love all the random <laughs> animal bones. Yeah. Like, oh, and there's also a fish fossil a la Holes, the movie. Yeah. Ooh, it yeah. looks a little trilobite though. I'm like, yes, this is a fish. Oh, okay. It could be a But trilobite. it's not a trilobite because it's not deep enough. Mm-hmm. But, but remember in the movie Holes? Yes. <laughs> where. where where Shia LaBeouf finds a fish fossil. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> um, yeah, and he gets he I, gets so I just pressured. watched holes again. I, I watched it a couple weeks ago with my friends. One of them had never seen <gasps> it. How many times have you seen holes? This is a new. Uh, like, like I like to watch it like once a year. It's a good watch. It is a good watch. I mean, you've never seen. Like, no, you've never I've seen, seen it in a I'm while, s- though. Okay, it's a okay. good film. I should, I should circle back to that one. Yeah. Maybe that. Yeah. I'll do. I'll start my movie by minute podcast. Matt Holes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Uh, so the thing with Holes is that it's not a particular. It's not a particularly special film in terms of like it doesn't feel important. But what it does have is really good performances mm-hmm. and the, a really well-woven story because it's based on a great novel. Yeah, and an, I think those two soundtrack. things host it up. And, and an excellent soundtrack. <laughs> I'm always for the soundtrack. But something I realized we didn't mention um, back with Dan the Newsman, we get a new title card. Um, the Siege Begins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yes. And then I'm going to keep moving on. Um, the the next title we get two title cards in this sequence actually. Well, <gasps> wait a sec. Before yeah. we move on to the next title card, we have our next cuss people. This is cuss number yes. twenty one. We are so many, so cusses. many cusses in this film, like um, actual cusses, or because I know he says cut what the cuss. Yeah. So the so, joke in this film is that 
they substitute any proper swear expletives with, with the word cuss. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So Mr. Fox in this minute uses cuss for yeah. a cluster cuss. Cluster cuss, that's right. So this is cuss number 21. And we figured at the beginning it would yeah. be really funny to count all the cusses. That's fun. So right now we're at 21. You need that, a little stinger. That's like, our one gag. Ding, 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 ding. Cuss number 21. We should put some sound yeah. things in. Yeah. Well, Drop some drops. Let me let me let me find a free MP3. We'll drop it in there. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Sorry. I I caused a cascade of objects in over here. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's a good SAT word. So we have cuss number twenty one, and then we move into the well. In around cuss number twenty one, we see the Fox family sleeping in another little cavern. In a hole. <laughs> Christopherson is meditating again. Does he just meditate to sleep now? I wonder if he's so stressed out and, like, so traumatized that that's the only way he can sleep. That'd be very telling. It's very Inception. It's the only way you dream. <laughs> See? Movie reference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's an Inception minute. I would. Uh, there's a guy talking about doing a prestige minute, and I want to get in on that. Okay. So Inception would also be good. Inception would, would be good. actually be good. Um, TM, 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 TM. I'm, co- I'm taking it. <laughs> I claim it. Dibs. Um, <laughs> make that Twitter account. That's really how it's official. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so we have our next title. So we get three days later equals two and a half Fox weeks. Did you do the math, Tyler? Because I didn't. I didn't do the math. So that's 17 and a half days equals three days. So approximately six Fox days. Is one is, day? a, is one human day? Okay, which doesn't make sense because why? Why have days be different? I guess it might not be the days that are different because days are always the same, but the concept of a week might be different. Well, so, I think I mean it's but, just based off of years, right? That's the joke. <laughs> like dog years, fox years. Yeah, no, okay. it, it, it's sorry, I'm yeah. explaining the joke. It's rooted in that because <laughs> at the very beginning of the movie, um, you get twelve fox years later, which is really two years yeah okay. something like yeah. that yeah. so it sounds like they're just taking that joke to the extent <laughs> of days of days yeah. of like when up time. when you think about it it doesn't really make no. sense because days should always line up to days well yeah but like but, fox but years as a concept one day can't yeah. equal six days yeah yeah none of it makes sense yeah so we have we then pan to um bunts looking at the camera and asking how long can a fox go? How long can a fox go? Then, then it, cuts, then it off. cuts off. And then we don't know. And so, yeah, so Bogus and Bunce are just like sitting there eating and Bean is doing a presumably a crossword because he's writing on a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's angrily taking notes. <laughs> I think he's doing math. <laughs> that's the minute. <laughs> he's just proud. He has, he has math homework he has to do. Yeah. Like, guys, I can't stay up all night doing, watching for this fox. I have class tomorrow. There's just a lot of calculations involved in this minute. It's like adding all the men, doing all the fox days, and then he figures out something. Which. Welcome to our new podcast, Math, yeah. where we talk about math. And I wonder how it works. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> so did you? Well, you always have to have the they always have to have the character that has no idea what's going on, so everyone else has to explain it to them. Yeah, that's me, I'm the lovable idiot. <laughs> okay. So, Jen, before we transition towards the end of our 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 episode here, mm-hmm. 
did you have any other thoughts about Fantastic Mr. Fox that you wanted to share? Um, it's, it's, uh, okay, so I'm gonna go more meta, I feel like, but, like, I, I did really enjoy how this minute is kind of very indicative or evocative of, like, Wes Anderson films as a whole, like, it just really has all those classic elements, and I think, I think maybe Wes Anderson should start writing, like, minute-long scripts. (laughs) Like, there's just so much packed in. And I just, like, it's such a fun, digestible thing. And I I did love how it's, like, perfectly kind of, like, bookended on either side by these guys who are, like, making these calculations at the beginning. And then, like, you see it kind of go into the works. And then at the very end of the minute, they're like, wait a second. (laughs) 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 So, I mean... I'm going to have to go back and watch it all now just to kind of like see it. But yeah, I mean, I think this kind of like made me appreciate Wes Anderson a little more. Oh, isn't that what movies by minute are all about? (laughs) At least that's what we're doing. Ken Voss, I have a question for you. If you had to say what season Fantastic Mr. Fox the film takes place in, what season would you say? I mean, based on color palette alone, I would have to say fall. No! What is <laughs> okay? It's spring. It's spring. Yeah. Why? How? Newspapers. Uh, newspapers. You see dates in the uh-huh. newspapers. They're spring. Okay. But Tyler's insisted this is a fall film. I mean, Jen, to fill you in, this is a long-running debate on this show, oh, and I wanted to have your opinion. And a long-running debate IRL. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay, so that's an interesting choice because so like he chose to do all the dates in the spring so they're like, all would, april dates april i mean i guess it kind of looks like april but at the i mean Wes anderson is also also all about those color schemes and it's a very fall color scheme yeah i know my seasons yeah yeah they have <laughs> i watch sesame street i know what I the know difference seasons. between winter and fall is <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i don't know why he chose to do that I also, I always have a, like, a sinking suspicion it is something to do with Roald Dahl's um, color palette and look in the book in general. Like, oh, is that very autumnal? Mm-hmm. The, the book is very autumnal. Is it set also in the spring? <laughs> that I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Well, why don't we talk about, Jen, your podcast, This Podcast is Haunted. Uh-huh. Uh, give, us a, give us a brief summary. Okay. Tell us what it is. So, basically, it's... Uh, me and my friend Kate, and we talk about ghosts, as you might guess. Um, we we talk, tell ghost stories, and we also talk about like the creepy side of history because we're both uh, history museum people, so we kind of can't help but talk about history. Um, so it's basically like if your you know friends who work in a museum got together and we're telling ghost stories around a campfire. That's the vibe we're going for because it's uh, very casual, uh, very <laughs> unscripted. We try our best to do research, but with ghosts, it's very hard to do very legit research. <laughs> so it's a lot of like urban legends and some people say this and allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. And so it's it's fun. We are very goofy. It's also very not safe for work because there are, there are cusses. So, <laughs> so we have a very high cuss count. Hey, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Tune in if you're interested. Yeah, it sounds fun. I know the kind of the horror podcast has been really on the rise mm. in recent years. True crime kind of led into a interest in the horror aspects as well. I know there mm-hmm. are lots of like podcasts that are only about like creepy pastas and stuff like that. So yeah, so our, yeah, ours is seems... like um, ours is like if if you know my favorite murder. 
It's like that, but with ghost stories. <laughs> okay. And, but yeah, because yeah. we true crime is very popular, and I didn't want to touch that. So <laughs> that's well, no. Decided to go. To I think yeah, that's a perfect comparison. Yeah. So. And you just started your third season. Yeah, we just started third uh, season three. We've been going since 2016, so we are 43 episodes in. So you got plenty of backlog. <laughs> it's very fun. I listen to it. Yes regularly which and they're a lot longer episodes than we produce yes yep Mm -hmm. very we're very long-winded so and do you are are they weekly or are they oh we we are fortnightly so we every other week is an episode because they're like Mm bi-weekly we're gonna move into our plug section now so jen did you want to plug anything first yeah uh okay so we're yeah like i said this podcast is haunted you can find us on itunes and anywhere you get your podcasts and if you want to follow me on twitter it's uh jen voss underscore because jen voss was taken and our podcast twitter is haunted underscore pod and then where this podcast is haunted on instagram and whatever and as always listeners if you want to follow us on twitter we are amateur nerds or you can follow tyler directly at tyler booty t-y-l-e-r-b-o-u-d-y oh thanks condra wow you want to do the next half uh yeah you can email us our email is amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com you can email us about anything you want uh we'll we'll check it we'll reply that's how emails work <laughs> and you can rate review subscribe on apple podcast google play and condra take us out join us back next week for minute i don't know what minute we're on <laughs> we're on 39 we're on right 39. now so join us back next week for minute 40 of fantastic mr fox minute and i hope you have a fantastic day Ooh. fantastic whoa backwards <laughs>